This the remix. Booker turns, shoots, fires. Shot won't go. Tucker the rebound. And that'll do it. It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended. After a half century, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. Giannis driving on Aiton to the rim. Banker goes! Bucks by eight! Coming back, I was like, this is my city. You know, they trust me, they believe in me, they believe in us. Even when we were like, we were lost, the city still was like on our side. And, um, you know, obviously I, want, I wanted to get the job done. You know, uh, they, but that's my stubborn side. Like, it's easy to go somewhere and go and win a championship with somebody else. It's easy. I could go, I, I don't want to put anybody in the spot, but I could go to a super team and, you know, just do my part and win a championship, still one. But this is the hard way to do it, and this is the way. And we did it. We did it. We did it, man. Brook Lopez is going to come to the top of the top. He wants to go to the top of the top. Brook Lopez is a very different scene. But with two important things. Five important things to the top of the top. Top Phoenix. Oh, bonne passe de Middleton pour oh, Yannis Santetokounmpo Kaminski recoiffé Le Greek Freak qui défend toujours Oh, oh la perte de balle de Chris Paul Looking in for Booker who takes a three No good Tucker with the rebound The Suns are not going to foul It's been a 50-year journey. Wisconsin, we've got a room at the top of the world tonight. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. Let the celebration begin. We are live at the Cosmopolitan for Mountain West Football Media Days, getting ready for the 2021 season. And joining us now is the commissioner, Craig Thompson. Craig, how are you this morning? I'm great. How are you guys? As they say in New Orleans, Ed, I've been knowing you a long time. Yes, yes. Well, I, I hope you heard like the uh, imaging coming back with the Turkish and the <laughs> Iranian uh, calls of the Milwaukee Bucks winning the NBA championship. Hey, once every 50 years, right? Yes. They're in the top of the <laughs> you world get them all up. Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, so, Craig, I do actually want to start big picture in college football because you were heavily involved in this, but the potential of college football playoff expansion – you think we're getting 12? How quickly do you think we're getting to 12 games oh, that's or 12 gr- teams? I, I hope we're getting to 12. I don't know that it can be done in this four-year uh, remaining of the cycle of VSPN contractually. We'll see. We're, we're in the midst uh, of starting those conversations. Uh, the board plans to re- the CFP board plans to reconvene in late September after we've had a chance to speak to ESPN and, and the bowls, et cetera. I just had a session with our head coaches. The, they're very supportive. I think the operative is opportunity. So of the 28 slots in the first seven years of CFP, I think uh, five teams have taken 22 of those slots. And so it, it expands. My initiative, and, and I appreciated the opportunity to work on that subcommittee, was to to sustain or not actually sustain grow college football it's the number two sport in in most metrics uh, light years behind the nfl never going to catch the nfl but what do we have to do to maintain that status and keep it relevant and uh, you know there's a whole new generation of people coming into uh, uh, what they're going to consume in watching sports 
I mean, everyone throughout the year said, well, four is not enough. There should be six. There should be eight, whatever. Landing on 12, I do think it will give more opportunity for non-power fives. Do you like the number 12? Yeah, it was really weird, Ed, because, you know, and it has been said many times, that was not the starting point as we, we had papers all over the walls. And that's probably the neatest thing for me, this story, is that for two years we met and nobody knew about it. And, uh, you know, it, it, so we were able to do the work and then make a proposal, and, and we'll see where it goes. But uh, I think 12 is, is the right number because it rewards two things. One, if you're the top four conference champions, you get a bye, so you don't have to play that first round. And the others get to play on a home campus for uh, four games. And so I think there's a little bit it for everybody, but certainly from a Mountain West perspective, it gives us that opportunity. Six highest rated champions. Last year, both Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati would have been in a playoff. You say you guys were meeting for two years and nobody knew about this? Nobody knew about it. How and you know, that's that? the biggest upset of all. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That, that was the most amazing part of this. We go like, you know, and, and, and then you'd roll it out and people, you made a great observation. It was four, maybe six, eight. Whatever. Nobody ever heard the number 12. And then you roll out 12 and go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. And as it broke down, you know, I think a lot of people in, in their dissection of it have said, yeah, it makes some sense. The biggest stories in the last 25 years, number two, college football expansion number one that they kept it a secret for two years <laughs> yeah. so there's no chance um we know you met with your coaches this morning i'm sure you saw what happened to the big 12 and the sec at their media day mm-hmm. so this is a big uh, issue we want to get to in the covid yep. um just to, to begin with just tell us your overall message before you kind of say what you want the thresholds to be and if games like sankey said might be forfeited so what was your overall message to your coaches just about covid get vaccinated it's the number one protection. I read uh, flying down here yesterday coming through uh, uh, DIA that 95% plus of the hospitalizations were unvaccinated uh, people. And so that's the simplest solution. And we're going to have that same message, Ed, that if you – there's a cause and effect here. There's a risk. If you are not vaccinated, your choice – but it could affect your teammates and it could affect uh, your program because we're not going to reschedule. We're not going to cancel. There will be forfeitures if you do not show up at 1 o'clock for that televised football game. What uh, Do you have any idea of how well these teams in the Mountain West are in terms of vaccination rates amongst the players? We do. We did a survey last week, and I think we had seven programs from football only that have had at least one dose of the vaccination or fully vaccinated, over 90% on seven of those 12 rosters. And the others are in that 40 to 60, and, you know, they've, they've been back now for a while. We had a, an example. One coach said we had 40 kids vaccinated. We had a, an all-day deal. The easiest thing: come to the take, come to the training room, right there. Boom, you're gone. You're done. And so, but but there's still so much information around there, and that's been big part of this whole problem. Just saw this morning, 79 people affiliated with the Tokyo Olympics uh, will not participate, mm-hmm. and and you know the jury's still out whether the full Olympics will be played or not totally different scale compared to you know mountain west football but you know the the message is going to be get vaccinated or you will be tested there will be contact tracing and the league's not going to pay for the testing as we did last year it'll be on the institution or or arguably in some cases perhaps the 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 uh, participant i assume it's all your sports though 
They yes. will all get the yes. same message. Same You're message. You're talking football, but yeah. volleyball, soccer, they're all going to get the same message from you? Correct. Correct. And, and uh, you know, the rates are a little bit higher. Uh, they're pretty similar to what football is across all the sports. But the survey was very helpful. The ADs asked us to do that so they know where they stand as an institution. But, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to get to that point before we start competition next month that, you know, if you are not vaccinated, you will be tested and the risk of not being able to compete and or taking your team out of competition. What we've seen in pro sports is players that are vaccinated but come in close contact with somebody that tests positive, they're usually good to go. They're able to keep playing. Is that a general thing of what you guys will do too? General. So our health and safety uh, uh, advisory committee continues to work on that, and we will have specific protocols just to those types of points. Do you have, um, and people are thinking, I mean, the numbers here in Nevada with the variant are climbing. It's not good around here, but, and I'm sure you want people in your stadiums this year. Is it, is it an institution decision? Is it a Mountain West decision? If in certain pockets the numbers are rising that you would actually might, not that you'd ever want this, not to have fans again? Yeah, those will be institutional decisions. Very good question. And, and you know, and obviously the states, that, that's been the biggest challenge. We have seven states, uh, you know, three schools in the state of California, all under the California state umbrella. Uh, Colorado State is saying if there's uh, EU approval uh, that uh, you will have to be mandated to go to school at Colorado State. And, and Hawaii is vacillated. They were, you had to be tested. Now they're not. You don't have to be tested, but they go back. So you've got the local ordinances, you've got the state ordinances, and the institutions are just following the, the dictate from their governors. I know you don't deal with the players on the on as close of a level, but I'm curious your thoughts on name, image, and likeness being passed and, and how that changes college football and college sports. It's to be seen. You know, it's a brave new world. We, we have not experienced. We're, we're educating like crazy. We had a webinar with uh, 70, 80 compliance athletic directors, uh, faculty reps, others last week. We'll continue to educate and, and, and share information that we hit that we receive nationally and compare notes. I, I don't know. I, I can't answer that. I don't know how it's going to uh, to affect it down the road. You know, I, I appreciate some of the uh, comments made by players that are saying, well, let's concentrate on our sport and, and our team. You know, that that's your side business, and if you want to do that, fine, but show up to practice and compete hard during the games. I mean, this you're having gymnasts getting millions of dollars, these social media, media influencers. The kid at Alabama, Saban, says yesterday hasn't started one game for us. He's at a million dollars. Is this, I mean, could it get off the rails fast, or is this just going to have to something that everyone's going to have to deal with depending on how much these kids can get paid? We'll have to deal with it. You know, and again, I, I hope that it doesn't distract. The reason they are able to uh, monetize their name, image, and likeness is because they're playing a sport, right? So, so that has to be their first and foremost focus. But, you know, it's the right thing to do. Certainly, if, uh, if that is your opportunity and, and you bring this type of market value, uh, you should be able to, to be compensated for that. I, I, don't, I don't see issue with name, image, and likeness, but there's still a ton of questions to be answered. You know, and, and, and you know, the business side of it and the tax purposes and, and uh, those types of things, you know, that'll all be worked out. I mean, but it's been all of uh, 21 days now that we've been into this space. 
I did want to ask you quickly. Um, I don't know if you're in the realm of Dion, but do your employees at the Mountain West call you Commissioner or Craig? <laughs> and if they do call you Craig, are they asked to leave? <laughs> you know, I usually go by hey <laughs> as I pass somebody in the hallway, right? Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> Nick Rolovich isn't here anymore. Oh. Which of your coaches is most likely to show up with a Britney Spears impersonator <laughs> or a fortune teller? I, I still tell the story of all those things, of, of Elvis and Britney and all. The one when, when Rolo wanted to bring a monkey. They said, we don't allow live wild animals indoors. So it was the best. And uh, he got shut down on that. But, yeah, we'll, we'll miss Rolo. Man, if he can't do that in Vegas, he's not doing that anywhere. No. Well, he is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. Craig, we appreciate your time this morning. Thanks. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks. Good luck. Yeah, Let's all too. have a, a fun season. Thanks, yes, Craig. Appreciate yes, hopefully. it, man. So, Craig Thompson, Commissioner hey. of the Mountain West. Uh, no monkeys at this Mountain no. West Media Days. No. no monkeys in the past either. So, But, yeah, you hear... Right there, it's similar to the SEC and the Big 12 that uh, they don't have any plans to postpone or right. reschedule games because of COVID yeah. tests that you, if you've got a bunch of players that are out, you, you get a loss. Yeah. That's what it's going to be on your schedule. So and I think SEC says it, Big 12 says it, Mountain West says it. I think that's going to be the standard I, well, across college. I can't football. believe any conference can say no, we're okay. Yeah. Well, that's not the only one. Yeah. No. All right, coming up next, Sam and Ash join the show. Guys, guys, did you know that I actually have a civil case against that that stole my husband? Don't sue a stripper. Why not? She's a stripper. Life sued her, and she lost. Call Sam and Ash at 702-820-1234 or visit their website, samandashlaw.com. Sam and Ash, because you deserve what's right. Ted, Tyler, Jeff, we're down at the Cosmo for Mountain West Media Football Day. Just talked to Commissioner Craig Thompson and uh, coaches today, players tomorrow. Right now, though, it's Wednesday. That means at Sam and Ash Law on Twitter, Sam and Ash, the best business, uh, personal attention attorneys in town, 702-820-1234. Can you hear us? Yeah. You, oh, yeah. Cool. Can you hear uh, us? We yes, were worried yes. this might not work, but yes, so work. far, so good. All right. It's worried working. or awesome. hoping? <laughs> no, no, no. Of course not. No, how could we ask you about Zayon Collins if it wasn't working? Um, ah, fair. Yeah. So wanted to get out to this off the top with you guys, Sam and Ash, on Zayon Collins. We've talked to you guys about Zayon Collins when he got arrested, when it was his first appearance, you know, all of the charges against him. And this week his lawyers had requested that all charges be dropped. Well, that didn't happen. Um, and Tyler and I kind of took the view of not knowing much about the law in this situation, that we would have been shocked only because someone died. I don't know if that has anything to do with a judge's decision, but can you take us through what you know on this and why the judge might have said, we're not dropping these, we must move forward? Yeah, so part of this is, one, the importance here is a motion to dismiss with prejudice, even in criminal or civil law, that is a big step. What that means is the entire case gets thrown out and can never be brought back again. And so judges are really, really, really hesitant to make that move and to grant that. Um, and remember back, I, we spoke about this, there's two ways the prosecutor can go forward on these charges. One was the grand jury, and the other is through a preliminary hearing. The prosecutor went on the grand jury with the two charges, the DUI and the reckless driving. And the grand jury only returned a true bill or said proceed on the case against the reckless driving. They said no dice on the DUI charge. And so now the prosecutor has still available, even though it's supposed to happen back in April, they still have the opportunity to pursue these both charges through the preliminary hearing process um, to get it to a, a, a jury trial eventually. So that's what, what's going on, is, and the defense attorneys are doing exactly what they need to do. 
to preserve the record and give their client the best chance for appeals later on should he get convicted. He has another court date July 29th. That's next week. What's going to happen at that one? Well, I don't know the nature of the hearing, okay. but it's likely to set the date for the preliminary hearing to go forward. Because in the decision, the court, the opinion the court rendered, it says that, that the prosecutors still have the preliminary hearing to proceed, and it didn't mention a date. So, um, And I know the last time we talked, it was April 22nd is when it was supposed to happen. But those get usually taken off calendar when a motion to dismiss the entire case gets thrown into the mix. Sam, two things on this. Uh, it became publicly known that the grand jury didn't indict on the DUI. I assume a judge would know that. I don't know if that should come into a judge's like thinking when they do preliminary trial. As he, I assume he's not supposed to think that way and just listen to the evidence himself and, and make a determination. If he if he would go forth on both charges, in your experience, what are the charges this kid ever goes to trial? Uh, well, I mean, it, it, right now the judge seems to want this thing to go to trial. So yeah. I'm uh, reading her opinions. I think that this this case is going to go to trial. The real question is, is, is he going to be convicted? Mm-hmm. And w- when you have one jury, right, because a grand jury is really no different than a, than a trial jury in the sense that it's, you know, it's people from the community serving in that capacity. Uh, and, and, the, and the evidentiary standard is lower. So if, you know, if, if it didn't get past them, I, I think the DUI charge, specifically that charge, it's from everything I've seen now, it's going to be a tough road to conviction. And if I had to predict something, it would be that he does not get convicted of the DUI. Uh, one of their arguments has been that the DUI law for marijuana in Nevada is, like, too vague, and it, does, it doesn't do a good job of determining whether people are under the influence or not. What do you guys know about that law, and do you agree that it's too vague here? They are. They are they are vague, but they're vague because the science is vague. I mean, it's um, it, my understanding is it's scientifically very difficult to determine if somebody was, um, you know, was was under the influence of marijuana at, at a at a point at a specific point in time, right? Because we the science is in on alcohol. We know that that you know you can measure a certain amount. You, you measure blood alcohol content, and it and it does somewhat correlate to your level of impairment at a particular point in time. Harder to do with marijuana. Um, we'll keep on top of that because, I mean, he's a former UNLV basketball recruit. He's a high-recruited kid out of uh, Las Vegas. So anytime there's a headline on him, uh, we're going to yep. have to ask you about it because he's obviously uh, pretty well-known here. Also well-known is Ray Allen. He won two NBA championships. Uh, transition on the press box there. I wanted to ask you about this because <laughs> we had the tragic, tragic uh, bike accident, uh, I think, out uh, Green Valley. I'm sorry. Um, I forget exactly where it was where a lot of biker, bikers were hit tragically sometime back. Um, and then actually an NFL coach yesterday is in critical condition in the hospital with a bike accident. So these things are maybe more prevalent than people thought. Ray Allen um, uh, gotten, was hit by a car, said he was riding his bike in his neighborhood when a car pulled up behind him. I looked back, the car was gone, but the minute I turned my head to what was in front of me, it was too late. He crashed into a tree branch and was violently thrown up from his ride, landed on his face, shoulder, and hip. So, simple question. I assume that, well, take me through, who is liable in a situation like that? Is the car liable at all? And I assume, and so far, they have not been able to find the driver. I don't know what kind of case he would have here, liably against anyone. Uh, well, well, yeah, I mean, since there was no 
actual contact between the car and Ray Allen. It sounds like he was heard the car and he turned around to see, make sure he was safe. And then by the time he looked back forward, um, he was out, he was going to hit something and he lost control and that's where he fell. Um, so that becomes very difficult. And a lot of insurance companies require some level of contact, but you definitely want to file a police report if you think there was issues and if the facts in your mind put the driver at fault because you want to start laying that case down. And I want to push back on something, Ed. The, the crash that happened out, um, I think it was on the 95, uh, yes, near yes. Searchlight, yes. That, that, was, that was not a tragic accident. That was a, that was a consequence of a decision that the driver of the box truck made to use methamphetamines, get behind the wheel, and get on the road. Yeah. Um, it was, it, that was just something that was, was uh, completely avoidable. Right. So Ashley's right in this case. We really don't know enough about it, and it sounds like he doesn't necessarily even know exactly how it all, how it all went down. But it is scary, and he was saved by his helmet. And that's the best – I think the best part of the story is that, you know, if you're out riding a bike, wear a helmet because, you know, the, the car that makes – if a car makes contact with you or you crash into something or, you, you know, you fall off your bike, uh, helmets do save lives. Yeah, I should go back and say I thought more for the people who were injured and killed. That was it. Would, certainly wasn't an accident on his part. It, yeah. He was totally at fault. It was the people who got hit. But who it, I thought was. But you're right. It's a tragedy. Absolute yeah. tragedy. Horrible, horrible story. On Ray Allen, if he had uh, hit something that wasn't a tree, if he had like damaged something and somebody was coming after him for some money because he rode his bike into it, would he have to have like uh, some sort of video proof that hey, this car almost <laughs> ran me off the road for this story to actually fly? Well, isn't he also Jesus Shuttlesworth? Shouldn't yes, he? Like, yes, yes. On. In fact, that was by <laughs> that was by far his uh, best role, even that... more important than the two-time NBA champion. <laughs> uh, such a good movie. Um, you know, it, it would help absolutely. You're going to. That's why I say you want to make a police report. You want to set your record. If if you're in condition to take photos or anything like that to help support you, that like, look, I might have run over your mailbox, but it's because I was avoiding. Um, this vehicle, absolutely, because if the mailbox owner is coming after you, you want to be able to hand it over to whoever hit you or almost like caused you to veer into the into the mailbox. So it's really important that you do everything you can to document it, and um, and sometimes that requires getting lawyers involved. You know, you call them, and they can go to the neighboring houses or businesses to send preservation of evidence letters, which secure and save any surveillance video that might help do exactly what you're talking about. Show how it happened. Uh, I do want to ask you guys about Richard Sherman because we've gotten more details on this, and it's a ton of details. He was charged with five misdemeanors. There's, you know, DUI. There was the uh, – he was trying to break into his in-law's uh, parents' house. He uh, resisted arrest and was taken down by a canine unit. When you guys hear all that, like, w- which of those stood out to you as, like, the biggest deal or, or the biggest issue for what happened with Richard Sherman? No, I just had a really, really bad night. I mean, all, all the all, bad nights in one. All night. the, this is just, I, I don't uh, even, the driving, driving under the influence. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think yeah. I, I heard he had consumed two bottle, like a bo- full bottle of vodka and a full bottle of Hennessy or something. Like, and getting behind a wheel—that's just unacceptable. That is, uh, there's no excuse for that. So to me, that's the most troubling thing because that just created this domino effect in his night you know he hit the guardrail then he pulls over to avoid that and he starts breaking into his 
in-law's house, I believe. And so, yes. yeah, that's the, the, the first step was dream, getting behind the wheel. He, he definitely – this could have been a lot worse, and Ashley's a 1,000% correct. How's, how quickly do any potential charges against the break-in or, you know, I think there's a restraining order. There was a restraining order with the father-in-law. If the daughter – if the wife and her father or the in-law says, we're not pressing charges, uh, you know, he didn't really mean to do this, we're okay. Like, how, how does police pursue that, or do they just say, look, we're gonna, we'll deal with the DUI or those charges are, but they're saying it's not as – you know, as, it wasn't a big deal. Well, well, if they don't, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, I mean, so what the the officers do, they investigate all crimes and the DUI, they don't need any participation from anyone else. You know, right. they get to pull his blood and they get to analyze it and say, this is what happened. This is the damage. And they can prove that charge without the cooperation of anyone. Um, the, the problem is if they can still prove the break in and the violence, they'll want and need the cooperation of the family members, the homeowners to proceed. And so they might not pursue those charges. And you see that a lot with domestic violence cases where um, there's abuse and one of them does want to cooperate. So that hinders the prosecution and and results in a lot of times them not proceeding. 702-820-1234. Best in the business. Follow them on Twitter. Sam and Ash Law. Uh, Sam, Ash, we appreciate it. We know you have to go to Clay. Hopefully he'll ask you something different. Hey, if he's not asking <laughs> about Zayon Collins, then you need to tell him to ask you about Zayon Collins. Okay. He's got to be all over this. Got to have uh, got to have the local uh, stories in there. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks. you. Have fun. Enjoy the yeah. Cosmo. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, we're down here at the Mountain West Media Football Day. Uh, we've given you where UNLV is going to finish. And uh, look, 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 look who sat down. Look at this. Yeah, find out next who's sitting here and taunting us. It didn't look great there. At one point, we were 7-5, and five, struggling a little bit, um, as the president alluded to. But we found our rhythm. We got on a roll. Not a lot of people, you know, think that we could have won. And, um, in fact, I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. I understand that. You understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. We live by three words. Trust, loyalty, and respect. We don't have any rules. If you have those, you'll have accountability, and you'll be able to do anything you want. One team, one cause. I hope the Senate and the House start helping you. You're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. We're out of the Cosmopolitan for Mountain West Football Media Days. There is free food for the media, so you'll never guess who showed up. Hi, Cassie. It's a me. Cassie Soto from the Review Journal. Did you even get any of the food yet? I did. That's oh, why I came over here afterwards. I walked in, had to get food, and then Have I was you like, interviewed anybody yet? You said no. nothing. This nothing. is your first time you've <laughs> not making this that. She's not making that mistake again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm getting the food first. I learned my lesson, Charles Woodson. Oh, food yeah, first, yeah. And then interview with her. Charles wa- Woodson is, gave you wine. Is there what wine you in there? You learned yeah, your she lesson. Needs, she needs the food first. Otherwise, she gets a little shaky. No wine. Didn't I only saw I got orange juice. Can I read your Seen text? Champagne. Can I read your text except the last part to me? Sure, go for except it. Except the last. Can part. I read the whole thing? Wait, what did I say? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Whatever. What's up, brother? And here's the other <laughs> yeah, Here's the other weird thing. She's sitting 2 feet from me and she just texted this at 9:31. It's like, "What's up? What do you mean, what's up, brother?" I'm like right in front of you. That's not me. You're reading wrong person. Oh, I'm re- I th- it said C, <laughs> so I thought it was Cassie. Oh, it's my buddy. Okay, I can't read it because because what? I haven't asked him permission. Anyway, what are you doing? Ed? I, no, I saw aging Cass- in front of our Cass- eyes. Cassie, <laughs> no, 
So Cassie is C on my, you know, the, the, yes. the letter up there for the texting. So I just, and why would you have called me brother? But um, <laughs> exactly. I saw it, so I'm like, oh, my God, why is she texting me right in front of me? Oh, my God. So it was not. It was my buddy, I Kurt, and I absolutely can't say it. What was that? In, in fact, the fact that you said read it for sure, I'm like, man, you're going to get in trouble here. <laughs> I, I love how he tries to make fun of me and then just makes himself look <laughs> yeah, like a if we, like if, if your kids saw what just happened, what oh, would they say to you? Disaster. It's a daily, it's a daily thing at the house. It's a disaster. I'm, st- like, I'm still not on TikTok. They laugh at me all the time. Well, they don't want me on TikTok. But. That would make sense because you've said some things. I'm like, I definitely didn't say that, but I'm just going to roll with it because I'm not going to call prob- him out on air. And now is, I know why. The problem is I think like every person I look at C, I think it's Cassie, and I have like 46 people on my phone that start with C. I'm so, so happy I just keep I'm thinking it's there. Cassie. I'm at the top. I appreciate <laughs> you. Are, you. Absolutely. Thank every, you, Ed. Every like Chris or Carson yes. you've met in your life <laughs> that's in my you phone, think is Cassie. I think it's Cassie. <laughs> so Craig Thompson texts you. Yes. And you're like, I have that why number. did Cassie? Text he me about he, the Mountain West. He responds to Craig, hey, you got the ring yet? Yeah, Imagine. Exactly. Well, Imagine. Or other crazy things. <laughs> Which, by the way, why you got a ring on your, your oh. left ring finger? What's... Oh, Jared. Oh. She's, got a, she's got a sparkly on her ring finger. Yeah. This isn't news. No, it's not. I bought it for a, at a $5 store. But why are, you, why are you wearing it on that finger? I'm just prepping the finger. No. Prepping the finger? I'm prepping it. Are you? Don't you have to earn it? Okay, this is so, come on. This is so sad. Have I not at this point? No, no, you don't have it. So this is just more pathetic than you like going out and and not, not and not one. wanting to get like you know men or you know coming up and like asking you out and stuff. Oh yeah. Do you do that to bar at bars and all stuff? the time? Really? Yeah, I have a I have one that actually looks like an engagement ring. My aunt who passed away a few years ago, she had a lot of jewelry, and so I wear her ring, but it looks like. So, Obviously. wait, you right wear right. her ring that looks like an engagement ring? Yeah. Well, yeah, just not to just, get hit on at bars just, and stuff. Just to, like, avoid Yeah, avoid, avoid getting hit on, yeah. Yeah, and it's a really pretty ring. And it's it really sad. Weirdly the, only fits on that finger. It's really sad, though, that the two rings you wear, your aunt passed down to you, and you had to buy, and none of it has anything to do with your boyfriend. No. Well, Wait, does the ring act? Does the ring actually work? Yeah, to I, avoid getting hit on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It does. Yeah, really? yeah. Okay. Yeah, like Hold there's on. been it, what? What, Jared? What? Oh, I'm just all I was gonna say is it wouldn't have stop you. It. Yeah, I was gonna say, have you removed the ring and then been hit on, or is you do you just assume that the ring is working because you're not getting hit on? No, because like there's been instances where like you can see right somebody's gonna be like try to make a move or something, and then they just do one of these, like a little bang brush. Bang. Oh, wish. the bang brush. So I the bling the, shows? Oh, so the bling, and then oh, uh, what a disaster. immediate turn. Do you have a friend with a flashlight shine it on the ring so it, oh, really, so it really flares out? do one out. of these yeah. real quick. Uh, John Cena real quick. Did right you, in front did of the you look at him like you said to me? Hey, brother. Hey, Back brother. Up. Yeah. Hey, brother. I can't believe you were about to read a text message from me. And it was that wasn't me. Yeah, it was, and it would <laughs> And here's the thing: that really just happened. Like I had to ask. You, I had to ask you the last part because I'm like, I don't know. if She wants this out there, but well, what I guess Kurt it wasn't. Me. What was this? Text no, message? I can't. It's not my buddy. He's got okay. That he's got okay before I, I read it out loud. Do you, you know want to know what I texted Ed? I said, "Hey, I ate. Can I come bug you now?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I there it is. I ate. Can I come bug you? That's aren't the kind you, of text messages you get from you me. Supposed to be working. <laughs> exactly. it starts at ten fifteen. Isn't fine. Marcus Arroyo in there talking or something? Yeah. I'll get him eventually. Oh, my it's God. Okay. You have one job here. It's like one team. It's like you don't have to cover the conference. You're covering eat, one guy. Eat, bother Ed, say hello <laughs> to my old Mountain West friends, and then 
interviews. Well, I'll tell you what, Arroyo better get into by 10.15 because lunch is being served at 11, and we know where you'll be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There is a 45-minute <laughs> yes. window oh. in which yeah. Cassie <laughs> will do this. Arroyo, <laughs> you've got 45 minutes. If not, we're not doing this. We're out of there. Hey. We're out of there. Cassie, we currently have a, uh, a contest. Uh, we believe that the All-Net Arena will be built with an NBA and have an NBA team before you get engaged. Yes. Is that, is that, what are the is odds ch- there? When's it supposed to be 2025? Oh, I don't know if they put a date on when it should. I mean, be if they break, I mean, ground. it started in 2013, right? Oh, so like, but if they break, the same it's, time it's as about the as long. Yes, yes. if they break ground in October, arenas are like three years tops, probably. Whatever. The oh yeah, that's moment. happening. Yeah. That, yeah, I'll take. I'll put the money on that. What's that happening? You're taking the arena. <laughs> over the, the arena is happening. Did, yeah. At what There's point so do you have to just pull here. the cord and just yeah, like? So many questions here. He's a good guy. What does that mean? He's so sweet. I just give him a lot of crap. God, can I say that? I can say that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You just did. That's, you've said much worse. <laughs> yes, yes, you have. Jeff doesn't have the second, seven second delay here. You're just, you know, just say whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> my, I won't do that to him. My favorite part about this is I'm the exact same as. Her yeah, boyfriend. and nobody gives him anything. <laughs> no, because no, because he said it from the very beginning that they both are in the same camp. You're not in the same camp. He and the girlfriend are perfectly aligned. You and the boyfriend are like from Henderson uh, to Summerlin. You're not aligned at all. Wait, no, I think, I think <laughs> I will not be referred to as Henderson. Oh, oh, oh here we go. Uh, yeah. Here we hey, go with the hey, attitude hey. of the ego. Hendertucky. Uh, yeah. There has been a lot of Henderson shaming on the show. Yes. Ray Don't Ratto, you live in Henderson? I do live in Henderson. <laughs> Ray Ratto was dumping on Henderson. <laughs> Oh, hey, they got, oh, about yeah. Henderson? they got a lot of land. They, they got a lot of land, land in yeah. Henderson. They give a lot of money for sports they, that they really shouldn't. They built a cafe Rio and an in and out behind my house. So they have I'm the happy. training facility. Yeah. And oh, training that's facility. not a good thing. And, no, thing. and no one parks in their garage. Yeah, that's a complaint about my neighborhood. Jesus, get your people in your garages. People don't use garages for cars here, though. Right. It's brutal. What are you people no. doing? They get don't. off the street. It's, you don't park in a garage. It's 111 I, degrees outside, yeah. oh, but I'm going to oh, leave my right. car out. He moved the treadmill that used to be in the garage. The treadmill is <laughs> no longer your life in there. For. So he has space in his garage I now. I hate to tell you, when the gyms opened up, I sold that thing within two minutes. I know you did. <laughs> you I sold know. it? So wait, you got it from for free? Oh, I, from <gasps> Kevin? Well, wait. wait no, 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 hold he on, hold on. It. Hold on. This was Bonnie, so I just yeah, assumed he sold like, it. <laughs> but it was gone one day because the gyms opened up back up. I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym. No, I'm going to go to the gym. Store. So it was gone one day. So I put it this way. If we sold it, I'd never know about it because I don't have any money, and she has all the money. So she either gave it away or sold it. So oh, I'm not sure which one she did. Bonnie's killing well, it. Well, she tried got to sell a, it. Got yeah. a free treadmill yeah. and turned around and sold it. There's no chance she didn't try to sell it. Whether she was successful oh, or not, I have no idea. She got a free treadmill. She got free labor at a Cassie. Yes. To help move it over there yes. and then turned around and sold and it. Oh, oh, no, man. actually, I did yeah, get, a, I did get a Panera gift card. I don't know if Bonnie knows that, that you spent money yeah, on a gift card. Yeah, I, I would keep Why that would on that the download. Ed spent money. Ooh. Oh boy. Did I do that? You did. Do you know how I don't remember that? Do you know how upset she's gonna be it. whenever like <laughs> Ed and Tyler owe me lunch? I must have re gifted that. No chance <laughs> I went worked. No chance I went and paid money for well, that. Well it worked. So thank you, sir. Gifted a Panera. Yeah, gift there's card. just. I think I did get Panera for Christmas. 
I think that's pretty much a re-gift. Well, what other Christmas cards you got laying around? I'll take them all. Whatever. What else do we need to move? Wait, hold on. Is that how you get money from your wife, Ed? Is she gives you (laughs) gift cards? There's no question. So he has a limit. At Christmas, they line them up. I just get gift cards and put them in my wallet, and eventually I use them or I give them to Kathy. That's kind of how I get currency in my house. She just literally is like, I don't want you spending anything extra at Chipotle, so here's a $7 gift card. You guys will love this. I had a huge, I don't know if I told Tyler this huge, huge basket of change. I think I told Tyler because he laughed at me and said, you still have change? But it was a ton. And I happened to mention, my kids, like, they're about, you know, they're, they're totally in 1920, about themselves. What about themselves? What am I getting? What's for dinner? What are we doing? What about all this stuff? I happened to mention to Bonnie, hey, do you think that that coin thing is still at the grocery store where you put the, the change in and they give you the money back. Yeah. Within two minutes, nicest kids in the world. We'll take a dismiss, Dad. We'll take a dismiss. We'll take a dismiss. They ended up splitting my money. I didn't have a, I didn't see a dime of that thing. Did you know how, how much, much they get? How much, how much was it? Uh, they, each, they each got uh, 28 bucks. Like uh, 56 bucks and change. Also, I've been saving it for years. And so, within two seconds, they liked me. Like, hey, we'll take that. <laughs> so just, uh, just FYI, you probably could just call around depending on your bank and your bank will have something called a jet sort and they'll do that for free without taking any sort they of will? Like, yeah. Oh yeah they do oh but it's always so fun putting them in the little rollers no i was about to say it is not fun oh, i remember I okay. doing that i remember Who my parents that? coming like i remember my parents coming home when i was like eight with, with the, the rollers with the roller things and having Get to, to stuff pennies in this damn you still thing do that? i do i do yeah and it's fun it's i think it's okay fun. that's a complete waste of time and and she's <laughs> shocked that she's not well, engaged hey okay get this you have to have like 20 quarters what happens if you only put 18 they're not counting it yes they, they yeah, do they it by do. weight of course they do no. it's weight Mm-mm. what are you ripping off chase bank Jesus. You know it. well, you're stealing I mean, 25 you're, cents at a time from the bank if you're yeah I, I will say if you if you're gonna rip off someone a bank isn't the worst person to yeah. our well, well bang to like <laughs> and i didn't mind like i said i didn't know that for the jared just said i don't know your bank did that but since the children stole my money you like, hey, you're gonna have to give your 10 percent back whatever these people whatever smith takes back on that thing you're gonna have to give it to these yeah people. it's pretty high i think you buy cryptocurrency at those things now too you can buy cryptocurrency and at suddenly Albertsons. tyler's in <laughs> at, they have them they at the little them. like at the little kiosk, thing? they're like, do your change what? or buy crypto. Yeah, I've seen it at the Albertsons by my house. All right, I am definitely not buying cryptocurrency at the kiosk at <laughs> Albertsons. <laughs> hey, hey, give it I'll, a shot. Hold on, Wait, I will have lost all of sure, my money. I'm pretty sure the terribles up the street has a cryptocurrency ATM. And I'm genuinely shocked every time I'm not in there, every time I'm in there, that Tyler isn't at the ATM being like, I need to get money out of the crypto. Why? Yeah. Tavoli Village has it, too. They have one. Why would I do that? I don't know. Why do we do a lot of stuff? Yeah. Why do you do 90% (laughs) of what you do? I just know at Smith's, you pour it into the thing, and then it catches up, catches up, and you say catch up. (laughs) It's still on the quarters (laughs) and nickels. Well, then they bring home the... uh, the, the, uh, woven basket and it was all and they hand me the woven basket i'm like what else is there like oh we split it oh like, they already split. It's like, at least you got the basket i got the basket back and now i think there's like three pennies in i'm like i'm a long way from the money that i gave those kids well but also again they lost like 10 percent of your yes. change to just to smith jokes on them yes yeah. joke oh yeah jokes on the them. jokes never on them so it's always on me. here's the power rankings go to your bank and have it done for free right go to coinstar and let them take 10 percent right 
and then roll the damn things yourselves. Yes, yes. That is the bottom of the power rankings. Well, I, I will. I, Coinstar can have my 10% yes. before yeah, I roll my I, own change. Tyler's Jared right. told me something. I, I had no idea banks did that. Well, I didn't either. No. I didn't either. I didn't think, I didn't think you I have did to like find which specific bank branch in town does it because the a bank. special tool? Yeah, it's, a, it's oh. like a big-ass machine, dude. <laughs> like they like for the four people a year that come in with their dollars uh, and change. Every time I'm there, there's a queue to use that thing wow. because it's a free and b like. I didn't know there's that. Much well, then there's a corn. Up. There's like a coin shortage. It's still, all these isn't damn there? old people hoarding it. <laughs> you know, Tyler asked last kids. Tyler asked last week about you know I never ever ever have cash in my wallet. I don't ever. either. I don't either. So who has co- that? I don't know how many I got those coins. It's been a long time. We just kept throwing coins in there. I don't know who does coins even anymore. It's me, the same <laughs> the same guy who does cash. It's well, it's yeah. the guy that genuinely can't be trusted with a credit card. How often are you rolling coins? Never. Not often. No, never. That's Not why. Often. How do you think I know about the free one? Not often. I did wow. some research. All right, we need to take a break. Yeah. Thanks, right. Cassie. Thanks. Well, Cassie, you've got forty <laughs> other minutes, forty more minutes. Not to hey, do uh, Cassie, bring now. me some food. Uh, you want potatoes, eggs, fruit? Lunches at eleven. Ooh, I'll take it on. I'll bring you lunch. We'll know to find. We'll know where Ooh. to find you. All right. Thanks, Cassie. Thanks, guys. Thanks, kid. Is that us going to break? Go to break, Jared. Okay. I loved it when it was a big deal to be top twenty-five, top fifteen, top ten, and you know, go win the bowl game. And, yeah, a couple teams over here might. You know, somebody's going to be the national champion or what? I mean, it's one hundred and thirty teams. You know, so. I just always loved that, and I knew that when it went to four, it was going to become all about the playoff, and when it goes to 12, it's going to become more about the playoff, And but that's that's inevitable. It just is what it is. So, you know, some people say, well, yeah, well, you've been to the playoff. Well, I mean, we can get in with four. We're going to get in with 12. Uh, Our odds aren't going to go down, so it's not about that. Our team isn't for it. You know, I, I met with my team. Our, t- our team wasn't for it. They don't want to play more games. And, and to be honest with you, I don't think it's 12 teams good enough. So you got to play more games just to play more games. And, and I think the more you expand it, the less important the season becomes. It's the Press Box with Grady and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas, 1100 AM and 100.9 FM. First off, quick update for you. All right, I was gonna say. First off, I don't like Dabo even more, even more than I did. Uh, high card is getting back on the track today. Um, we don't have odds yet. Don't what have time's a, the race? Don't know yet. It has to fill up before we find out what time it starts. Uh, also, somebody offered us about two hundred dollars for high card. That's nothing. Yeah, laughed in their face. Um, so, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, amazing. Uh, he might be my like favorite player to just watch enjoy doing things uh especially because what okay so what's the story here what did he do this morning so a day after uh going for 50 and winning the nba championship he rolled up to the drive-thru at chick-fil-a and he ordered uh let's see 50 nuggets oh boy uh uh let's see yeah 50 nuggets and a large no ice that's a little weird half sprite half lemonade and the there's a picture of the the server, the girl server, uh, smiling through his car. Uh, we hope she got an uh, uh, autograph. But he rolled up by himself, and he brought both trophies with him. Oh, of course. Which is amazing. Did he buckle them in? It didn't show the – well, oh, let me – it didn't show – he, he had he, – he brought both trophies, which would have been obviously the final trophy and his MVP trophy. He appears to be singing. Oh, look at the crowd outside. Someone said he's there, and, like, 
There's already like 100 people outside his car. 25 people like, 25 people like screaming outside his car. <laughs> Which, obviously, so, the girl told him, who would know he was there? Yeah, the people working at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. yeah. So, basically, what you're saying is that Giannis Antetokounmpo celebrates scoring 50 and winning the NBA title the same way I celebrate waking up in the morning. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Was, yes. was there a promotion that if, like, Giannis scored 50? I don't know. You get 50? He, no, no, they, no, they just said, believe it, Giannis really just ordered a 50-piece. Well, but, okay, I just, I now I want, if Flurry's still with the team, if he has a shutout for him to be the one who shows up to the donut place and just be oh. like, yes, I would like my donut, please. He's done, he's done that, and I don't know if that was team-driven but there is a video after one of the shutouts where he went through the drive. I think it was more yeah. team-driven. Oh, okay. I think this guy just showed up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think oh. he just wanted There's nobody nuggets. in that car but him. Yeah. Well, it's the offseason. He doesn't have to stay in shape <laughs> anymore. He's got to go to the Olympics, Jared, like <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Why isn't this guy in the He's playing for the Greek team. Or he, he's fine. He'll we, we didn't talk about that. Uh, and they're probably He's got to go dunk on JaVale McGee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're probably in flight now, but uh, can you see? I'm sure it was a private plane. I get in there. I don't, can't believe they would make them fly commercial, but um, can you see as they're boarding the plane? Hey, congratulations, Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday, you're a champion. Hey, Devin. <laughs> Booker has to get on that plane and fly all and the way. Like a and it's like a 40 minute or 40 hour flight to Japan. And hey. those guys are trying to celebrate and high five and anything. That guy's in the back, like with his head down. Hey, oh. hey Devin, remember when we, remember when we won? <laughs> Do you remember that? That was crazy. Oh. Remember when you put up 40 in back-to-back games and you lost both of them? <laughs> These people will not let this guy drive through the drive-thru. I like, wouldn't they're either. They're blocking his car. He showed up to Chick-fil-A <laughs> after winning the NBA title. Okay. That's what I would do. Genuinely, though, Giannis eating food could be its own, like, oh. account. Like, he could he could just start a YouTube thing where just Giannis tries food because his tweets about Kool-Aid and yeah. smoothies are delightful. Oh, 50 nuggets while keeping both trophies in a car with him. Uh, so the trophies were with him, which I get the, I mean, I get the MVP trophy, but did this guy say, hey, I need to take this one home too? Wouldn't the, I mean, I know it's Giannis, but wouldn't the organization say, well, Giannis, we're going to keep this one. No, nope, it's Giannis's I mean, trophy. You, 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 you telling Giannis something yesterday? Listen, you telling you, him no? If you listen to Skip Bayless, Middleton should have been the MVP. <laughs> Budenholzer hasn't even, like, touched the trophy. Yeah, Budenholzer yet. hasn't he hasn't even been allowed to touch this thing. <laughs> Poor Mike Budenholzer. Listen, if Fake Horse wins today, oh. or no, excuse me, if High Card wins today, I'll go get I'll go get some Chick Fil A for High well, Card. And it's like this. It's like the story you said. How many people now will walk in there and say, "I want a half lemonade, half Sprite, no ice." Yeah. Like he's going to make this drink into something completely famous in Milwaukee. Half lemonade, half Sprite. No is ice. that already is that already taken? That's not already taken by anybody, right? Can we call it the Giannis? Uh, we call it the Giannis. It's Can, not. It's not. Total, it's not a um, Arnold Palmer. I don't is, think. Is Jr. Stark is still listening? We need a yeah, drink Starkus. made with the Giannis. Half yes. lemonade, half Sprite drink. Jr. Let's go. Come the on. Giannis. Get off the Make scaff- it happen. Get off the scaffolding. I'll for your send you kid. the link for my horse too, Jr. So you can watch uh, High Card win today.